Hey. Yo, hell, hey. howdy, welcome to the Spunk Radio Podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about game development, what we've been playing, various musings on life and existence and uh, how sex life. Yeah. Um, I'm Winston, I'm one of the directors at Samurai Punk. I'm Callum, I'm one of the artists at Samurai Punk. And Syrian, I'm the art director. And uh, you... Are all beautiful people. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's Siri? <laughs> God damn. Every time. Every, every time. All right, well, um, there are a bunch of things we can talk about this week. Um, obviously, we like talking about what we're playing, but we can also talk a little bit about the things that we've been working on. Um, and then there's some news around the games industry. Uh, I think it'd be cool to talk about Apple Arcade because that just kind of went live I know nothing today. about that. I so know nothing. So we can, so you can tell inform us. About. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> oh, Fobby, hey, welcome. Is that the Syrian Guatemala? What? <laughs> I know. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I know I know who that is. Okay, Guatemala. who is this? It's, it's a friend. Oh, okay. Welcome, friend. So no. Apple Arcade. All right. Um, so Apple Arcade is uh, the start of uh, a big wave of... No, no, actually, no, sorry. It's not the start of a wave of game subscriptions, but it's the next step in that. So Microsoft have their Xbox Game Pass, uh, you know, which was, uh, you know, their foray into the subscription realm as we as we move into this, you know, post-Netflix era. Uh, so Apple are taking their shot at it now. Um, and their system is pretty interesting because it seems that what they've done is they've, rather than acquiring mostly content that already exists. They've actually paid for people to, they've commissioned people to make games mm. exclusively for Audio this service. Um, yeah, so there are some ports um, of games that you can get elsewhere, but some of the stuff is like, hey, we will pay you to make a thing mm. just for this service. Um, and the, it's meant to work, or well, all of the games work on so it's all Apple ecosystem, of course, because that's what they do. But it works on your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac, and Apple TV. Wow. So all the games that are released have to work on all of those. And they all have uh, cross-save support. Okay. So the idea is you start that's playing it on sweet. your phone, you go home, and you can continue playing it on your laptop or your mm -hmm. TV. All really seamless. It's kind of um, like the Switch system, right? Where Sort of, yeah. It's yeah. competing with that. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense because most of their things are cloud-based anyway. So yeah, it's an yeah. extension of that, yeah. I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I like um, I love the idea of being able to yeah, start something here and then you just pick off and it's just as you left it um, on a different device. Oh, I always found that really cool um, with like Steam Cloud. Do, do we know what kind of budget they had for the, um, I guess, the launch of Apple Arcade? So considering it's Apple, they're just like swimming in dodge. Like, <laughs> no, no, but drown, like say, absolutely drowning. <coughs> say for like individual you know, mm. developers, do we know how um, much has been allocated? We don't know per se. I mean, some people do around How here. many games are released? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like 50 games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, it uh, day one launched with uh, 50 games. Yeah. Um, they said over 100 games are confirmed. Um, so there's more rolling out, I That's think, every month. That's a lot of month. content, though. There's a shit That's ton a of content. Um, so actually, I might, because we got it loaded yeah. on this yeah, yeah. on this sucker... I'll let you guys have a bit of a browse so you can see for I mean, yourself. I feel like it has the opposite effect to Netflix where I just feel like 
sort of annoyed at Netflix because it's mm. like they're taking less and less of this third party stuff away and mm. only making a Netflix mm-hmm. and also it's just like hard to find any like the more stuff they add that's like a Netflix original mm. it feels like every time I see a new one being added I'm like okay where is like the actually good show in, oh. like, in amongst all because like if they add 40 shows yeah. all 40 of those can't uh-huh. be like amazing to me yeah, yeah. Whereas, especially like, if it's Netflix originals yeah because they oh. tend to be pretty, pretty and, hit and miss. And really? then I feel like yeah. with games, it's like, even if a game isn't that great, I feel like I can still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I can look at maybe a couple of reviews and like some screenshots mm-hmm. and I'd be like, yeah, this game's for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I th- whenever I look at Netflix originals, they all just like, the front cover is like a person's face with the name of the show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then like, that's about it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it Netflix. seems like something that works a little bit better with games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So <coughs> maybe I don't watch enough Netflix to have a negative association with Netflix originals. Because so far I've only watched the ones that people say are good. Um, but I have noticed that there are a lot of them. They're, they've been they've gone it's really aggressive swords, with their content. Um, um, with originals, but mm. I feel like... And they shove them in your face too. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. It's like you, you open it and then the first 10 of them are going to be originals mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. maybe two of them are going to be like really good. Yeah. Everything else is going to be kind of average mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they're trying the approach where a lot of these are exclusive and original to Apple Arcade. Um, it's all heavily curated, so not anyone can just release something onto this service. Hey, that's nice. Oh, curation? How, ref- how refreshing. <laughs> oh, Steam. Oh. Maybe well, you should take a key from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of the, like, all five top ones mm. are just hentai games. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... Hentai Frogger? Hentai Tetris? Oh, oh my God. God. Oh. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the budget for these, um, I've heard of anywhere from, like, 100,000 to, like, a million plus, like... Some of these are like legit ads. They, they look um, really good. Mm. Like, yeah, they, they're fantastic. Mm. Um, so it's a su- subscription-based service. It's five dollars US a month. Uh, it's got a one-month free trial. Mm. Uh, so seems people are pretty happy with with the value there. And if you can just imagine, <coughs> like, as an ecosystem for developers, this this could actually be something really worthwhile. Because if um, let's say yeah, you got a million subscribers. It's five million bucks a month revenue to then fund into more content that mm. they're going to produce yeah. month by month. They're always going to need new stuff because they've committed to constantly delivering new content. Um, but do you think this will end up in the, the same basket of Steam where there's so much content <coughs> no one makes any money? Well, no, the thing is, if they're paying for all the content, then you're guaranteed money up front. I don't even know True. if you get royalties. Mm. Uh, if you have a game from this, I imagine if it's fully right. funded, yeah. you probably get like hentai KFC. Oh baby, Ooh. yes, KFC dating sim. Oh mama, <laughs> um, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I guess if if most of it is, is paid by Apple in terms mm-hmm. of development, yeah. well, you probably don't get much out of mm-hmm. it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it. Um, I'm gonna guess they're like, here, have five hundred thousand dollars, make this thing, and then good on you. If it does well, we'll let you make another one. It, it probably um, works similarly to, like, the Humble Originals, mm, I would assume. Mm, yeah. Where that was, like, timed exclusivity, and then if you want, you can do whatever you want with it later. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Mm, mm, mm. Could be, no. Apple, like, Apple might be, like, a little more cutthroat about it. It's mm. like, no, you, you can't uh, do anything with this game for, like, uh-huh. four years or something. Um, well, I mean, 
maybe it depends on how well you can negotiate. But for instance, one of the games, one of the launch games is uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is simultaneously shipping on other platforms <coughs> okay. as well. So yeah. I think that's coming out on PC, Switch, and PS4, Xbox so as well. Do, do they have the same restrictions as uh, the App Store? Because um, I heard that the App Store, like publishing anything on the App Store is really hard. Um, not necessarily. Or the thing with this is that it's curated. So you need to be invited by Apple and they give you money to make something before it gets onto this service. So it's their selected, their funded games. But I, I imagine that means that they don't have much like hardcore content or because it's probably kept like pretty family friendly as well. Um, I'm not sure actually. Well, there's there's some games which you uh you can see that are trying to look like you know a console like experience, and but you're I mean, not just you, like you'll a never get game. like Hotline Miami on this, for instance. I don't, I don't know. <coughs> I so far it seems like maybe they're avoiding that. Um, but it would be silly to completely exclude it. But um, it's probably quite tame, I would mm. say. Mm. It's like they're probably just like not too worried about that kind of thing because it's like a top like yeah. percentile of games that mm. they're just not showing. But yeah, you know, um, like uh, Splatback was talking about like, do people usually own multiple devices when they own Apple stuff? And that's pretty true. I do think that's the case. Yeah, because the whole ecosystem, um, Apple is all about like you benefit greatly from having multiple devices, whether it's like iMessage, mm. writing an email on one and picking it up on another, gaming on one, picking it up on another, they're all about like interconnectedness mm -hmm. in like a good way and a bad way, because obviously it benefits you, but it also makes it really hard to like leave the ecosystem later. Cause yeah. you're like, oh yeah. man, mm. now I don't have all this interconnectedness and little mm. nice features, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it's kind of know, like convenience. You pay the price for that yeah. convenience, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, you're a pretty mm. big um, Apple fan, aren't mm -hmm. you? As I sit here with two iPads <laughs> and, and my eye, my eye water bottle <laughs> and my eye Apple Watch. Um, yeah, so um, when they release new devices that have offer something new, then it's like, okay, if this is actually useful to me, I'll get it, and then they all integrate really nicely. But do you need um, two of them? Oh, I, I mean, I don't need two <laughs> iPads. The reason I have this one is because uh, this this is the company iPad, which we've loaded with the um, the new OS beta, because that's how you get access to Apple Arcade right now. Oh, I see. Um, it, it launches for the public, I think, on the 19th of September. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I think at the very least, um, being able to play on a portable device and then go home and play it on your desktop computer that's a nice thing yeah. but i reckon they probably want people to buy more of their like apple tv that little um yeah, set top box definitely. thing so that because yeah then then you have like the nintendo it's Switch one of the cheapest you... apple products as well which is mm. probably why they'd probably sell a shit ton of them mm. last time i saw their um their remote for it yeah. i was like this is disgusting I hate, oh that, that, I that thing's it. silly it's yeah. i don't know it's what is the point of having this nice device if using mm. it is garbage that is true. Um, it's like, is this the one that's like a wand with yeah, a little oh, touchpad? Yeah, um, awful. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they're not what they used to be in terms of like... Ergonomics? Ergonomics and like general usability. Yeah, it's like that... Um, remember that mouse where you had to click on like left side and right side? What the fuck is it was, that? It was like, it was like a... Basically like a circle and you click... What? Left clicks like that side. Oh, I, I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, it's a... F yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like really painful to use. Yeah. yeah it was like um, one of the biggest 
flops in terms of ergonomics. God. Um, yeah, I don't know. They have peaks and valleys of their progress, but um, plus side, mm. the all of the Apple devices uh, will support uh, PS4 and Xbox controllers now. <laughs> So then you can play That's games cool. with a real, actual <laughs> fucking controller. Welcome to um, the rest of the world. <laughs> what What does the Apple TV do? Um, so it's, uh, I guess, how do you describe it? It's imagine like a little like, set-top imagine box. Imagine like the media capabilities mm. of a PS4, but without mm. all those, like the heavy gaming and stuff. So you can mm. watch like Netflix, any of those like subscription service things, but mm-hmm. you can play like mobile game a lot of mobile games on um, seven months on the Apple TV. Whoa! Nicholas MC one. <laughs> oh my god! What a champion! Somebody give that guy a medal. <laughs> god, everyone should follow his example. Stream title is wrong. Oh, excellent! What the fuck? Great. What's the stream title? Nice. <laughs> god damn it! Fuck's sake! I thought Elise! we had this. Elise! I thought we right. had this set up. That's fine. Uh, all right, whatever. <laughs> Alright, so if we're playing Kenshi, then I think I have to, like, Aren't we break all your legs. really playing the game um, of Kenshi in yeah. real life? Isn't so? that a metaphor for, like, capitalism? And <coughs> yeah, I mean, it could be. Um, <laughs> we're talking but, about games. What yeah. have you been playing mm. recently? Um, well, I, I played a bunch of the Apple Arcade stuff uh, before, just to kind of get a gauge of it. Um, and uh, How'd you find them? Yeah, um, pretty good. Like, the level of quality was quite high. Um, there was a good selection, a lot of variety, um, and I think the scope of games was pretty varied. Like you had like some pretty minimalist like puzzle games. You had you had one game which like this is honestly I don't know if this like really belongs in it, but like it, it didn't feel like it fit with everything else because everything else was like okay we're not hand, we're not <laughs> we're not doing like free to play like Garbo, um, and for the most part uh, that was the case. But the mm. first game on the list was a hexaflip something or other and we oh we got it here oh boy dude they had loot boxes why why do you need loot boxes what in a fucking is... game where there's no oh, micro frame like... rate is terrible i was playing yeah. for i was it's playing like for 30 seconds, seconds. Yeah. and it was throwing all these fucking coins and loot boxes at me i'm like yo i thought i thought the whole <laughs> point was there's no no no, no Winston, gotta get the dopamine hit like you wanted the players to come back i guess um, how do you keep them interested mm. Free loot boxes. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> crack that loot box. Oh, crack that shit. Crack that shit. Oh, oh, oh shit. Coins. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, but, oh, actually. so <laughs> that, that looks really out of place yeah. in the grand scheme mm. of things. Of, um, like, these premium looking mm. games and then there's just like this. Even, even the, the quality of it mm. looks a bit... It just looks like, you know... Whatever like, Android game yeah. for, like, mm-hmm. 50 cents. Like a reskin. Or yeah. yeah it was um, but, uh, actually, I didn't mention, so part of what... Different Game Center I can't detect it. Oh, no. Well, it's just dead now. Um, <laughs> part, of, part of why Apple Arcade exists... I'm going to fix this. Is, just, oh, the overlay? What's wrong well, with the, the overlay? The, no, no, the, the name. Oh, the name. Can, I don't know if you can do that without going offline. Or do you have to go offline? Or are you going to do it? All right, well, Nick's just, Nick's just doing his thing. Um, so mobile gaming has an issue now where for a while, I mean, people realized that free-to-play was the way to go. Yeah. Uh, that's how a lot of games were making money. Uh, that's so my one on the top, yeah. The industry shifted Down. all towards free-to-play and these really aggressive microtransaction and, like, time-sapping mechanics to the point where 
it, it actually affected the game design, right? Yeah. Because you started to see games that were had it tightly integrated, um, and now it's like, okay, now they're like play to win, or they're just like sapping your time away. And that was just kind of ruining the fun of this, you know, pretty cool platform, like, you know, thing in your pocket, you play it. Mm. Um, so now they, they want to be like, okay, all of these games, the only monetization is the subscription that you pay for, mm. so you don't have to worry about how users are going to spend money on your game because okay. all of the all the money is taken care of it's fine just focus on making a game that's interesting sounds like a pretty good deal actually mm. yeah. yeah you'd rather have like really good game design mm-hmm. that yeah. doesn't depend on like microtransactions <clears throat> and all that yeah like, yeah I don't know about you but I've played quite a few games on Android where I was like it's so bad mm. it, it's so bad how you like you can tell that you can either grind for like a hundred hours yeah. and you might get something mm-hmm. or pay a dollar yeah. and get it immediately yeah it's yeah. like pretty gross mm. <laughs> yeah it, it feels really dirty yeah you're like i paid for that game as well mm. but you're still getting uh thanks nick thank you you're still getting like trashed on the side mm. and not a nice feeling yeah it's just like when when you're trying to get immersed into a game a gameplay experience you don't want to be thinking about fucking the real world and how much money you have like especially if you're, yeah, if you're like, a kid yeah. if you're a kid as well it's like yeah. hey mom and dad can i get your credit card because mm. i need to get to the next level mm. it's mm. like no. Mm, yeah, keep it keep it contained. I'll keep buy the you money a fucking out of it. Switch and you're right. gonna play Zelda and you're gonna <laughs> shut yeah, up. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like um, these subscription services are shifting or attempting to shift the monetization model of games in this weird new direction. Yeah. Um, like Microsoft <clears throat> with their Xbox Game Pass, they are. I mean, they're paying upfront costs for people to put their games on that service. Mm. I mm. haven't yet heard of games being made entirely for made service, for Games yeah. Pass. However, interestingly, with um, recently Gears of War 5, or Gears 5 came out. Um, fast ever. Yeah, fast ever, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that came out recently, and um, all of Microsoft's first-party games are on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, so the way that they actually advertised it um, I saw like um, people were posting online like billboards, posters, and things. They weren't advertising it as an Xbox game or like a Windows game. They were advertising it as Xbox Game Pass. Okay. Um, so like you could kind of think of that as oh, it is content made for Games Pass. It just so happens that you can also buy it on Xbox and yeah. PC if you want to. Um, but yeah, they're they're trying some new things there, which is pretty interesting. I mean, it probably shows that we're getting to the point where platforms like Steam mm. are becoming a problem because mm. it has so many issues for developers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gamers. Because mm-hmm. what was the tweet that you um, you showed us, Callum, the one that was talking about <coughs> revenue? Was- oh, yeah, this person did a study that was like m- the majority of games on Steam are under-selling their game. They're pricing it too cheap because games that are like 20 to $30 sell way 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 more mm. than games that are like 10 to 20 mm. which i think is like partly truthful and like yeah it's just crazy do you think mm. there's a bias for like personally when i see a really cheap game mm-hmm. say like two dollars three dollars i tend to think this is probably not worth my time yeah oh, i do the same yeah because yeah. because they're like okay oh wow the the new <coughs> assassin's creed 25 or whatever mm-hmm. is worth like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, okay, clearly someone has put time and effort mm-hmm, in it because they're mm-hmm. asking a hundred dollars for it. Yeah. I'll wait for it to go yeah. on sale. Mm-hmm. If there's something that's recommended to you and it's like two bucks, you're yeah. like, 
I don't know. Like, mm. is it a mobile game? Mm. Yeah. Speaking of which, this week's sponsor is Rumbo First Blood, available <laughs> on Steam right now. $2.99. What a bargain. Uh, no effort was put into this game because it was the price of $2.99, so uh, don't buy it at all. It is a scam. There's not even an EXE when you buy the game. It's just a blank folder. It's like so, uh, yeah, thank, no. yeah, thanks thanks to our sponsors uh, this week. I, I will um, say that, like... Was, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, like I do a similar thing, where if a game is like two dollars, I usually ignore it because it's like it's always at like the the top discounts, mm -hmm. and it's like if it's always going to be there, then it's mm -hmm. always going to be that price. Mm -hmm. But there's a few times where I have spent like three dollars on a game, and I really enjoyed it because it was that cheap, mm -hmm. and because it was like super short. That only happens when someone recommends a game to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So recently someone recommended that puzzle game to me on mm -hmm. Android, mm -hmm. The Room. Mm -hmm. It was like a dollar fifty. It was like, it's really good. You mm -hmm. should play it. I'm like, okay, checked mm -hmm. it out. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would I have picked it up on my own? Definitely not. Because mm -hmm. I look at it and I'm like, the marketing isn't that good. The reviews are good. But the price also, is so it's like the movie was really weird. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the puzzle is how, like how to make sense of that movie. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, there's definitely a bias for games uh -huh. under five dollars. Yep. Yep. Ten dollars is where I'll mm. be like, okay, it might be really good. Mm. I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Well, there's there's like a value um, correlation, right? With mm. how much you're paying and what you think you're getting into. Mm. But the thing is, like, as a dev, mm. it, it sounds like we're saying this is what we think the game is worth. That's mm. how I read the pricing mm -hmm. of like all mm -hmm. products. Yeah. If like Apple is like, oh, this phone is like eight hundred dollars, mm -hmm. I'm like, they think it's worth that much money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you sell me a game that's like two bucks, I'm like, are mm. you saying that it's worth two mm -hmm. bucks? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I guess like as developers, we have to make a choice of how much we think. There's an overlap of how much we think it's worth and how much we think people will pay for it. But it's got uh, loot boxes. There's colored boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like in particular, Rumbo was was a tricky game to price, um, partly because um, it was a game that we released for free with Humble, uh, the Humble subscription. Mm. So we're like, mm, how much is it really worth? Um, and it was a small scale, small budget project. Um, so we didn't want to price it too high. But then, if you price it too low, then people consider it as like junk, yeah. and you and you don't really make much money on it. So that that was actually really difficult. Because um, you you don't want to appear as like a money grabbing, you know, dev, mm -hmm. especially if it's something that small that you can finish in a couple of hours. Yeah, it's like, I get yeah. it. It's mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, with Rumbo, we priced it at two ninety nine. A lot of other humble originals that have come out recently have been anywhere from. I think five ninety nine to fifteen bucks. Yeah. Um, I think okay. Wilmot's Warehouse that came out recently was about fifteen bucks. Damn. Um, yeah, and uh, these games have all been more successful than Rumbo, so maybe we just fucked it. Um, can we can we increase the price now? <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Thanks to this week's sponsor, Rumbo First Blood, two hundred and ninety nine dollars on Steam. Premium nice. fucking game. The best game you'll uh, the Premium, That's two hundred ninety nine dollars. Fucking still. game. Yeah, yeah. Premium fucking. Hentai. Hentai <laughs> Rumbo. Rumbo. Oh my god. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a little bit of a um, bit of a segue. Bit of bit of a segue. Um, but yeah, I was playing a little bit of Apple Arcade stuff. Uh, I've also been playing Astral Chain. 
uh, the new game from Platinum Games. Oh, yes. uh, I have been enjoying it. It's a mixed experience. It's one of those like big games that is trying a lot of things. Mm. Um, I don't know if I could call it jank though, because um, there are there are the big games that try a lot and then fail to execute. On any, um, yeah, yeah. But like Astral Chain is well made. It just kind of has like maybe like too much going on. Hmm. Um, Do you think it's like a flow, kind of like flow issue where like you keep on switching and mm. you're just not maybe getting into it as much a as A little you bit. Um, so on a high level for people who don't know about Astral Chain, um, or do you guys, Cal and I talked to you yeah, a little bit yeah. about. I was, I was here with Dan last time and right. I was talking about it for like five hours. Okay, good. <laughs> well, <laughs> short version is your, your future cops <coughs> in a world where these like ghostly apparitions have appeared and are um, trying to wipe out humanity so your the cyber cops have figured out a way to tame the spirits and use them as um, allies in combat so you we call that slaves oh they got <laughs> chains and shit as well so oh, it's God. like kind of fucked up yeah. um, but that said you get a dog spirit and you get to pat it on the head and it's pretty cute huh. uh, not gonna lie if a game with minimal content is overpriced I'll play it and refund it I can uh, afford $3 for Rumbo, $10 for Feather, but a 90-minute walking sim that costs $20 with almost zero replayability uh, is an instant refund after I finish it. Sorry for being that guy, but I'm in college and I have no money. Those entitled gamers! But... <laughs> no, that's Well, that's yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's fair enough. Um, I, guess it's, I guess it's a tricky one. Like, Rogue, would you, would you keep the game if it was priced cheaper? Um, because I do feel like the refund system is very easy to abuse. Have you ever refunded a game on Steam? Um, Me neither. I've only did it once because I act, it was an accident. Like I bought the wrong thing. Like, oh, um, oh no! Like, puzzles. Hen, hen, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, I bought the non hentai puzzle. Like, oh, why would I pay for not hentai? Like, come on, <laughs> jeez, this is Steam, you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I haven't been compelled to refund stuff mm. um, that I didn't like. Because have you ever come across a game on Steam that you were like, okay, I hate this. Mm. This fucking garbage. Mm. This is not worth my time. Um, not really. I've had, I've had a couple no, of entirely. like, I've had a couple of like, oh, this isn't very good, but it's not bad enough that I want to get a refund. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on like. If, if it's in that case where it's like this game is $20 and I got barely anything out of it then maybe yeah but I guess it depends on like the the price to content quality ratio I feel like I think it's also knowing what the devs are like if they're like indie devs and it's a small game mm. you can tell they had a small budget mm-hmm. and the price is kind of small yeah I'm not going to refund it because I'm like okay mm-hmm. game dev is hard enough I'm oh, a game dev myself yeah. I yeah. know what it's like yeah like that game I'm playing Darkwood uh-huh. it was like I think it was like $15 uh-huh. I think it's really well made yeah. except for all the, the controls which are uh-huh. terrible uh-huh. Mm. but I'm like it's it's kind of it's hard to play and it's a bit mm. jank but I'm not going to get a refund because mm-hmm. it's I don't know I think it's worth my time it's yeah. worth the effort mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, as developers, it's much easier to empathize um, and understand where that money's going yeah. and why it's worth like not refunding it. Um, but I mean, yeah, for your average consumer, um, I get. I mean, people make the argument that it's like, why should I care about the person making this thing? And it's like, as a developer, you're like, oh, I'm a human being. Yeah. Um, but then, <laughs> but then I thought myself like, when I go to the supermarket. 
I honestly don't give a shit about the supermarket. Like, I, I could care less about what happens to Coles and the bakery. Like, I care about the service that they provide me. Yeah. And it's like, if they give good service, cool. Mm. But I don't think about the people behind the scenes. And maybe that's, maybe that's how... I'm not going to say all the audience, the consumers are, but maybe the people who don't care so much, they're just like, just the service. Mm. But the thing is... I feel like there's a difference in terms of like yeah. you know that this is a service being provided to you mm. whereas a game or a movie mm. or music mm. like there's some kind of like artistic intent that's true you're that's not true. you don't go to the supermarket yeah. to buy paintings right but then now now the CEO of Coles is like I'm out here to make art and these fuckers on the Smoke Radio podcast of <laughs> I just uh, yeah. wanted to make them I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's like how many degrees of separation and how many how big of like a corporation is making it yeah because when it's like a large corporation where it's like okay my like five dollars i'm spending is being split so much that it doesn't really even matter it's like a drop in the ocean i'm never gonna cry for apple yeah but like mm. if there was like that 3d tutorial about the other week yeah yeah and initially i was thinking about you know downloading it Ooh. in an illegal way but then I thought <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. save help yeah. this dude because yeah. I know it's this just this uh-huh. individual yeah. he's making this stuff on his own. I'm like, okay, I know mm. if I buy this, mm. it's going to help him. Yeah. Mm. And like, it's kind of a similar thing with games because it's like, you know, the teams are only ever gonna be like, ten people max. Mm. And then like, the bigger the game studio gets, the less I kind of care mm. about it. Meanwhile, the other 6,000 people of Ubisoft are just like <laughs> yeah. sitting there, just like, just like so they're just like slowly fading away. It's like when I got, <laughs> when I got Metal Gear Solid 5, I got that for a dollar yeah. with my graphics card. What? Yeah, it's like buy a graphics card and add a dollar okay. and you get this key oh, for free. Right. But it's yeah. like, I don't really care because it's mm. current on me. Mm. I know oh, yeah. they're just money, Hashtag money fuck hungry, army. like, you know. <laughs> so oh. at that point, that I don't mm. really care. Yeah. So you were saying before, um, Game devs will tend to be really aware of that, mm-hmm. and they'll be more careful with mm-hmm. their purchases. For like, do you think filmmakers, when they go and watch a movie, mm. do you think they have the same kind of like, they try to think of the filmmakers, uh, the, the other people that make movies, and mm. they kind of try to respect, even if it's like a terrible movie. Yeah. Do you think they'll be like, oh, you know, it, it's hard to make movies. I get it. Maybe. Um, you find, for instance, I know there are some, um, some uh, like directors who are really, really romantic about the cinema experience mm. um so you would imagine that they probably go to the cinema a lot yeah um mm-hmm. i think who was it uh i think christopher nolan and was it? um there were, there were i don't know there was a bunch of them and they were talking about how there were there was all this hubbub a while ago how a few directors were worried that netflix was going to kill off cinemas mm. and they'll be like you know play, like don't give netflix too much power because otherwise you know that we won't show movies in cinemas anymore um it's like, yeah, but also a movie ticket is like 20 bucks. Minimum. Like, minimum 20 bucks. You don't have the fucking reward, the discounts. Man. No, because I don't, I don't like loyalty cards. I don't like loyalty oh. scams. If I just want to see a movie yeah. and it's like 20 bucks, yeah. but I can rent a movie online for $5, yeah. Yeah. why would I go to a movie? So... If, I, if, you, if yeah. you tell me if it's 20, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, and yeah. it's the IMAX, yeah. all right, yeah. that's an experience. If it's yeah. just like fucking Hoyts... <coughs> mm. Why? Why would a CEO spend... of Hoyts just like <laughs> I just want to make them happy? <laughs> no, because I went I went to a um, a Lux session for the mm. first time the other day to see um it chapter two and I was uh, like 
okay, this was $47. Yeah. And I was like, it's $47 for a slightly comfier seat, and I guess mm-hmm. they bring you drinks if you want to pay more money. Yeah. I was like, but it doesn't change my experience. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. sitting. Yeah. I can say that when when I spend, like, a little more money than I want, mm-hmm. then it's, like, sours the experience a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. When I'm, like, usually when I go to cinemas, like, I'm either, I either use, like, my Optus cheap mm-hmm. thing on a Tel- someone else has a Telstra account. Like, mm-hmm. we always try and get, like, a, fif- a $15 ticket because mm-hmm. spending, like, 20-something dollars per person is just, like... Because f- think, think of how many movies come out <clears throat> all the time. Mm. Yeah. You're not going to spend that much money every time. It's like games. I don't mm. spend $20 every mm. week on a game. Mm. Like, yeah. I'll spend $40 a month, maybe, or something. Yeah, there's honestly <laughs> just too much content now to yeah. keep up with it. Um, and then you have Netflix, where you pay, mm. I don't know, like, 20 bucks a month, mm. and it's all that content for mm. free every day, constantly. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course I'm going to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. What do you um, expect? So I think I'm one of the cinema romantics. Not that I hate Netflix or anything, but the, the the experience of like going to the movies is fun. I really mm. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, you know, like dim the lights, big screen, big sound, uh, and then when you have like audience like reacting to things, like that's that's great fun. It is. Yeah. Um, although actually, so Rogue Supernovas posted some stuff. Uh, it took me two minutes to realize you were talking <coughs> about Aussie dollars, and I was like, twenty dollar tickets. I mean, it is a bit of a rip off. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Which is why you get the fifteen dollar one. Um, but to go back to the conversation on, I guess, paying for content, refunding or not, I think what it comes down to, irregardless of whether or not you're like working in that medium or whatever, in un- in working in any creative medium, I've kind of come to realize that people's financial investment in you determines your creative future. So if you if you like a piece of work, by you buying it and contributing financially to them, they will continue to make more stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I think about it. Even if even if like I've played short games and games which I felt like oh maybe it was like a bit more expensive than it should have been, mm. but if I felt that it was that it was worth. Um, whether, the, whether it's worth that thing existing mm. and this person or these people making more stuff, then I'll be like, all right, cool. I'm happy to support you and, and let you to continue <coughs> making stuff. Because, um, yeah, yeah if, if, if they don't get paid, then they're not going to keep, else, keep yeah. doing things like that. I think I've um, yet to have a, a, an experience where I was so soured mm. that I'm like, I want a refund. Mm. I'm just, like, I'm sure it could happen. Yeah. Cause, Actually, you know, this has happened ever. to me and Darcy just once. <coughs> we bought those dating lessons. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it was like yeah. the shitty dating lessons uh-huh, on Oculus, uh-huh. and we're like, yeah. "Oh my god, that looks awful." Let's play mm. twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Launched the game. Game doesn't launch. Mm. Well, I'd like to support the, the <laughs> awful person making yeah. this, but yeah, no, it doesn't work. I want yeah. a refund. I guess if it straight up does not work, then, then I guess yeah, I'm way less forgiving. Yeah. Um, it's a good time provided everyone behaves. At the movies. At the cinema, yeah. Oh, right. So, okay, I agree with that, unless you're watching a really shit movie. Sorry, Rogue Supernova. <laughs> um, but, I mean... <laughs> oh, no. Like, it, it, it depends on what you can afford as well yeah. uh, and what you find to be fair. But it's all in the individual. Um, basically, I think it's... Like, maybe think of it as by uh, paying paying for stuff, you are doing a good thing. I mean, if you don't, if you end up refunding it, it's kind of neutral, I guess. Um, mm. Yeah. So yeah. do good things if you feel like doing good things. 
Um. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The room is a good one. Mm. Like watching the room. You don't want people to behave. You want people to be screaming and oh. laughing and you know uh-huh. like. I don't know. I, th- I think that's my favorite cinema experience. Yeah. When you're watching a really bad movie with people, <laughs> like say something like yeah. Star Trek, the the second one, the J.J. Abrams one. Oh, is that no good? Uh, <laughs> it's not very good. I okay. No, it. sorry, Suicide Squad. Like watching Suicide Squad with my friends yeah. and seeing them being really hyped for it and yeah. sitting down and then they just start crying and you're like, this is great. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I'm drinking. I'm drinking their tears. I'm like, oh, no. it's so good. Because I go in with no expectations. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't know, whatever. I don't know anything uh-huh. about it. I sit down. I'm laughing my yeah. ass off. Uh-huh. Everyone else is just d- depressed. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Like, did you Did you ever watch Evangelion soon? No, never. Oh, okay. It, I know it's really um, depressing. Yeah, no, because I just um, I was I I, I watched rewatched some of it recently, um, and yeah, that was the kind of movie that would upset. Or the the movie of Evangelion would upset a lot of people. Because they had this whole series of, I think, 26 episodes of the anime series. Mm. And then mm. they ended it on a weird note. And all the fans were like, oh, this is fucked. So then they made a movie that was basically all of the characters that people loved having terrible fucking gruesome deaths and horrible things happening to them for two hours that straight. Sounds like sounds like revenge. <coughs> it kind of is. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think the, the director was like, you know what? You want you want closure. You want to know what happens at the end. I'll give it to you, and it fuck it's you're gonna fucking hate yourself after watching this. You're gonna hate yourself for asking me for this, and then <laughs> look, there it is. It's spectacular. I think it's a really interesting movie, but holy shit, it's like traumatic. What yeah. if you watched it without knowing any of the characters? It wouldn't make any sense. It's it's okay. called the end of Evangelion because it's. It is literally called yeah. the end of Evangelion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's like been. Oh, like overall agreed that mm. that movie is just the director being like fine alright yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna make like the biggest critique yeah. on the fans of this show yeah, yeah. and just like you know it's yeah it's, it's, it's crazy Winston this reminds yeah. me of the, the Metal Gear uh, ending uh-huh. that you showed me oh Metal Gear Solid 2 yeah yeah, yeah. but whereas, whereas this sounds like like a, a spiteful kind of like return like a revenge it is but the um, Metal Gear yeah, one felt yeah. more like a We'll teach you a lesson, but in the mm. nice way. Because uh-huh. it's kind of like, it's a critique, but it's mm. done respectfully. Mm. That sounds like straight up, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I think You want it? <laughs> Evangelion is a really interesting piece of, like, media because of how um, it's, it's so popular with, you know, like, anime nerds, like otaku, right, is, is what they call them. Um... Excuse it's, me. It's, it's, it's incredibly popular with otaku and the story itself kind of criticizes people who escape from responsibility and escape from the real world mm. but the, that- the very fans that are obsessed with it um, are not getting the message right so I think the director who is like a self-confessed otaku and is trying to grapple with his own issues he felt that by providing them with an ending that it's like oh okay you know this is me re- like redeeming myself um, maybe they'll understand and grow as people, but then they rejected the ending that he made. So he's like, "All right, you know what? Fuck you guys! You goddamn like degenerates." <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I'm putting words into his mouth, but that's Just my interpretation, yeah. at least. Um, so it's like, okay, if you're not going to accept it, this is what I'll give you, and then you know they're they're whomped with this big punch in the face, uh, and they're left yeah, to but think then with it. In the end, we mm. get this like amazing like mm. critique on like. The culture and everything mm, it's mm, awesome but yeah but at the same time i feel like it's <clears throat> it feels almost immature in a way because it's like saying 
Okay, I'm not gonna just yeah. let it end yeah. and let them understand yeah. why. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make a like a whatever, like a prologue or yeah. whatever, and yeah. they're gonna they're gonna pay for it, mm. like an epilogue. Yeah, they, they, I'm gonna make those bitches yeah. pay. Um, I don't think it was solely on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly on that. Tell <laughs> <laughs> um, you do make a point yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 it's, pretend, pretend that the ending of Harry Potter. Uh-huh. I'm sure a lot of people were like, uh, I don't actually like that. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Perfect example, Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. People were like, I hate Game of Thrones, but I'm not, the ending is so shit. I'm yeah. not, <laughs> like, a lot of my friends, we kept on having this conversation where I was like, okay, I haven't seen the ending, but like, you keep on saying that it's bad. Do you yeah. think it makes the rest of the show not worth watching? Mm-hmm. All of them, all of them, who's been watching, they've been watching the, that show for like 10 years. Oh, absolutely. This, this ruins everything. And I'm like, so even though you've been talking about this for like 10 fucking years mm. and you, you kept saying how much you loved it just mm. for the ending, mm. you think it's not worth watching mm. for anyone else. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, this is where I would go, okay, just let them sit on it. Mm. Let them reconsider. Mm-hmm. Let them rewatch it later in yeah. like five years or whatever. Yeah. Because that, that is entitled like watches mm. being like, my ending would be different. Yeah. This is not how this show Isn't works. It's like eating like a really nice meal and then at the end just getting explosive diarrhea and being like, was that food worth it? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like right that. Yeah, but the thing is like a meal is, is, uh, is over very quickly. We're talking about years of investment and reading the books and talking Wouldn't to the fans. Wouldn't that sour the experience more? Yes and no. Yeah. Because Can- it, Oh, sorry. D- depending on what your like, I guess your level of involvement is mm. with a franchise. Yeah. If it ends in a way that is not satisfying to you, you might feel really bad. Mm. But it's also about accepting that you don't have control. You don't own the property. Mm. Mm. You're consuming a property. You can't be pissed off at someone for yeah. ending ending the property in the way yeah. they want. Can I can I just chime in because I have opinions on Game of Thrones oh, yikes. season finale. <laughs> um, so uh, spoilers for Game of Thrones. I haven't watched it. Block block your ears. Are you? Are you Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if this is an interesting oh, conversation no. for. Um, it's dog shit. Um, <laughs> well, Damn. I think like I was I was alongside the disappointed people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not so much that I th- one, it's squandered potential. Mm-hmm. Two, it kind of reverses a lot of the stuff that you got invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess without spoiling things, you would you would fall in love with particular characters, and then they uh, yeah. weren't themselves at the end. Yeah, and it would kind of just. Some people named their children after characters. As, I mean, it's what happens when stuff gets popular, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Harrys so and Rons. Now, and they, now that you said that, yeah. Yeah. that's exactly my point of like, your level of involvement, yeah. if it's too extreme yeah. like that, you can't be mad at them for yeah. doing what they want with their... Well, <laughs> well, I mean, you can be, you're allowed to be mad at whatever yeah. you want. You're, you're allowed yeah. to have your opinion, yeah. 100%, but saying that it's not worth the investment yeah. that you had because the ending yeah. was bad... I feel like it's a bit of a like mm. an overstatement. Um, but yeah, let's just say you name your kid after like Harry Potter. That's on you. And man. at the end, at the <laughs> end, at the end, you find out that Harry Potter's like a pedophile. <laughs> then you'd be like, "Well, shit." <laughs> right? And and imagine like, if you so spent ten years, maybe ten read, years maybe read the whole books before the read the entire no, series but... before you name your fucking kids after a character. Like, I get, I'm, 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> if the show was going well for so long, yeah, you would have some level of faith that they would see it through to the end with with enough like dignity and, and grace. But yeah, anyway, they they had explosive diarrhea at the end, and that's the end of that. <laughs> anyway, this is like the coldest of cold takes. Um, we've, we've, everybody's moved on from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Um, there's it's like frozen. 40 people in the world named Khaleesi. It's frozen now. like the, that yeah. wall. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I got this friend, Edward, mm-hmm. kept on talking about it and he was like, it's just not worth it. Like, the, the, that one episode at the end just kills everything. The last seven years of whatever. I'm like, are you fucking for real? Are you going to tell me you didn't enjoy all of it up until now? Mm. It's like, yeah, I did, but it's not worth it. I, okay, I have an example of something that I enjoyed the whole way through, yeah. except the ending, and that was probably Metal Gear Solid Five. No. But I would never say that I regret playing that game. I put like sixty or seventy hours into that game, and I would put even more in that game because mm-hmm. it's like the experience in itself mm. is so enjoyable and fun that like I don't really care about everything, the the story, the narrative, and mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Like there's good narrative, but then the ending of the narrative was just not. Yeah, it was just flaccid as mm-hmm. hell. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I think that's a good example of flaccid like flaccid snake. Codename <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. flaccid, flaccid snake. snake. I've actually got a, another example. Infamous, you remember that on uh, PS3? I love that game. <laughs> the, the the writing is dog shit. The plot is shit. Oh, yeah, the writing's no. not great. The, the, the ending, it's pretty bad. Syrian, I love the ending. I thought it was so cool. Maybe it's and, just and then and then you time travel and then you. Find the first sons or whatever, and then become your oh, enemy. Spoiler. And you're like, I thought it was sick. No, oh. what, what I loved was yeah. the experience as that character, yeah. the mm. gameplay. That was yeah. fucking fun. Like building yeah. up your powers, uh-huh. and then awesome. The writing, dog shit. Ending terrible. And I was like, it was still worth it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's your opinion. Um, I, I really enjoyed. <laughs> the um, don't be so precious. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Like if if for instance it was a it was a comic book movie, I think. Like, that would be a good plot in a comic book movie. There are so many more stale, like, comic book plots out there. Like, it was better than... But, no, but you know like, what annoyed me about that game? Uh, what? When they give you the choices of being good or evil. Mm. I played both. And the segues they take to make you evil, they, they make no sense. They make no fucking sense at all. And then Cole McGrath saw a small child and punched him in the face. <laughs> no, it's like... Evil power the, up. The, <laughs> the, the, the bit where you save your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. you got a choice of saving 10 people or your girlfriend. Yeah. If you're good, you save the 10 people. Yeah. And then you realize that they they uh, they put like <laughs> someone else. It wasn't your girlfriend, it was just someone else. And they were like what? testing you. What? But if you play as evil, just a prank, bro. No, dude, literally. <laughs> but then she still dies. Oh. If you play as evil, you go and save her, and you realize she's like someone with a wig, and you're like, what, what? the fuck? You're, you're not, you're not like Jessica. What the fuck? Was that after after he takes her home, and they're like in he's bed? Like, he's like opening the bed. Is yeah, like, and it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wig falls off. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, awful writing. We'd still oh. play it. Mm. Um. Yeah. It depends on the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Screensheet has no story mode. Imagine if it did. LOL. Who told you that it did? It didn't? could be. So I. Don't plant that seed. If you go to the Screensheet main menu and hit the Konami code five times, nothing will happen. <laughs> oh, really? <Yes. laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I do, I do remember having a conversation with one of my friends 
when we were making like the original screen sheet. And he doesn't play a lot of games and he like I don't know, we just we just chat about business and stuff. And he was like, Oh, have you ever thought of like making a story mode for screen sheet? And we're like, No. What a weird idea. And he's like, Oh man, it could be like if we could be like Mario where you're like this this guy and you need to rescue the princess, but somebody like fed the princess some like medicine that made her turn invisible. So he's gotta like fight through all these invisible people and nah. I was like this is some this is some whack <laughs> shit um, you're high bro and then you never talk to him yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he passed the joint and I was like no, <laughs> um, but uh, I think something something could be done there uh, a screen sheet story mode what if we brainstorm that right now Let's not do that. Let's do it. No, let's do it. Let's oh, come on. Let's come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. The story mode. Um, so you have four prime hunters, mm-hmm. and their abilities that they're invisible. Your turn, Kellen. And uh, there's a baby, and it's there's a fetus. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have to kill the fetus. Is the fetus invisible? Yeah. Yeah. So they they're roaming the world trying to find that fetus. Mm-hmm. Every level they they they're not actually shooting each other. They're just going around the level trying to find it, mm. waiting for its its screams. But it's it's actually silent because the baby is mute, mm. so they can never mm. find it. Mm. But they can see through the baby's eyes, so they can see what the baby sees. Yes. Ooh. So then, as then oh, they 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 they. <laughs> They look at the landmarks that oh the baby sees, and then they'll approach and they so come to the spot, and then they see. I've been playing. They see themselves <laughs> looming over the oh. body of the baby, <laughs> and then they. No, they imagine if we actually did this. Though. What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> imagine if we actually did yeah. this. Like how fucking yeah. weird. It's like mm. we everyone thought screen shit was this like. Split screen multiplayer yeah, game, yeah. but it was this weird meta like it's it had a like, weird deep, deep narrative. Game. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, Maybe it does. Anyway, do I've that. been playing Darkwood. Been playing Darkwood, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which sounds and looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It, it it is very very nicely made. Um, How do you, I I feel like you can't just call it Darkwood. Darkwood. It sounds yeah, they, like it sounds go. like a there sex game. Oh, someone had to say it. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Um, I mean, it's on Steam, so yeah. Um, no, no. Would refund. Would refund. Hey, nay. Come on, dude. No, um, yeah, dude. Been playing. Uh, been playing Darkwood. It's, it's very good. Um, it's really tense. Uh-huh. It is really fucking tense. Yeah. Uh, so the plot is that you're in a forest. Um, you don't know how you got there. You have to escape somehow. Mm-hmm. And basically, you have this huge kind of like semi-open world, full of monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really dark. It's really violent. Is it um, very wood as well? There's a lot of wood. <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks cool. Yeah. Like I saw the yeah. trailers. Mm. I was watching yeah. some gameplay because you were showing me, and like, it's, it's about so convinced me to get it. It's mm. so tense. It's yeah. so tense because mm-hmm. at night, the the goal of the game at night is to survive uh, each each evening. And basically from 6pm till I think 5am, you're completely vulnerable and you're sitting around in your house with like your guns or whatever and you're just waiting for death to come mm-hmm. and you're trying oh, to avoid God. it. And it's, it's, it's really depressing mm-hmm. to play sometimes because mm-hmm. I, I w- I'm still playing The Council, the, that narrative driven game. More on that later. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a point in that game where they kept on giving me really hard fucking choices. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want something nice and, something nice and relaxing that I can just yeah. pick up. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so I, picked it up. I picked it up being like oh it's it's kind of like a roguelike it's got crafting elements it's kind of dark and and you know like broody but i'm uh-huh. still gonna play it and now i'm just every time i want to play it i'm yeah. like i feel scared i feel yeah. i feel, oh. feel tense traumatized you, like, it sounds very stressful it's it is really stressful yeah. because yeah. half the time you're like oh i'm doing great mm. you know this, this is going good and then the game's like wrong <laughs> and it fucking slaps you in the face mm. And then when you're on the ground, it kicks you in the nuts. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I just wanted something relaxing. Yeah. Oh. So what um, what are the moments of uh, pleasure in Darkwood? It sounds like it's very oppressive and there's a lot of beating you down. <laughs> it is but, really, really oppressive. Um, um, so yeah, what's actually... Surviving a day mm-hmm. is like, holy shit, I made it. Mm-hmm. And not a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, escaping death, which happens a lot for like... Mm-hmm. You're going to be running around the forest mm-hmm. and it's kind of dark and you can't really see what you, what's going on. And you have just enough resources that you can survive, like, something attacking mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck, okay, I planned well for that. Mm-hmm. Or you find the one item that you've been looking for for hours oh. and that you couldn't find. And uh-huh, you're like, uh-huh. hey, now I've got a watch, so I actually know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know how many minutes I have left uh-huh. of gameplay outside of my house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because at the start, when you're in your house, you're just sitting there like... It's it's literally five minutes of you mm. sitting there, and you're like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. Do you like mm. peek the door open? And you're like, okay, not daytime. Mm. No, no, it does the light. No, I was telling Winston at night you have a generator that you have to fuel, <clears throat> and it keeps the lights in your house uh, on, mm. and you only have two lamps. If you don't have any fuel, the lights go off and you die. Like you, you get you get killed in like thirty seconds. So basically, you have to refuel your generator every day. What happens though is the game is randomly going to be like, hey, you're standing in this corner next to that light. Oh, that's a shame because that light is about the light bulb is going to be broken in about oh, no. now. <laughs> so you're running room to room mm. like oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh shit. And then in this game, you can only see what's uh, what's in front of you. Everything else is covered in a fog of war, mm. except doors. So mm. if you're in a house, you can see all of the rooms around you, right? But they're all dark, so you you don't know what's going on. But you'll see doors moving. You'll see doors like opening mm. and windows opening, and you're mm. like, someone just came into the house. <laughs> I'm gonna push that wardrobe against the door. Yeah. <laughs> you're just sitting there, like wetting yourself, and you're oh, like, no. "Hey, I've got ten minutes left." Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. It's mm. very tense. It sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it combines a lot of the best elements of uh, survival games, crafting games, and um, survival horror. Mm. As the well. crafting is not the best crafting yeah. I've seen. Okay. It's very clunky. Oh, it works because uh-huh. basically you have a backpack. Yeah. Every time you want to equip, equip an item mm. or use an item, mm-hmm. you literally have to pu- you put your backpack down. Pick it up, place it by hand in, oh, re- in an oh, inventory okay. slot. It's really unforgiving. Okay, right. Um, I retract that on the crafting then. Um, but the survival horror stuff sounds really good. The sound design is incredible in the mm-hmm, game. Because mm-hmm. you're walking around the forest and mm-hmm. randomly like a twig will break and you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, Ooh. oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, they've got animals as well, like dogs. Uh-huh. Um, there's like a bunch of um, like elks or whatever, like yeah. deers. Uh-huh. If they see you, they fucking impel you, and you're like, Whoa! "Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, friendly, yeah, <laughs> friendly." <laughs> oh, yeah, got iced. Is yeah. the combat at least? This decent? doesn't sound fun. Uh, Rogue Supernova, do you like any survival horror games? Because it sounds like I mean they're not for everyone, right? Mm. Um, I personally. I don't mind horror games if they're well done. Mm. This one, I'm tense when I'm playing it, but I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. I feel like horror, horror games are probably the worst offenders when it comes to, like, you can have a really good one or a really boring one. Mm-hmm. Because they're really easy to fuck up. You can, mm. like, a horror game, if, if no tension is hit, 
Mm. You're just a lot of the time you're walking around. It's a walking simulator, mm. and it's just like it almost becomes laughable. If you it becomes, think I like playing games if, with you, Doctor Reed? If it Reed? becomes laughable, it's at least you get something out of it because it's funny. Yeah. But yeah. when it's just boring, it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. there goes that experience. Mm. Um, um, I can't say I've played like a really boring horror game. Or when you get lost in puzzles, and then like the second you get oh, to yeah. doing puzzles, it's like great. And now mm. I'm stuck on this puzzle, and yeah. all the tension is gone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue, Rogue Supernova says it. It doesn't sound like fun, <coughs> and I will say that one of my favorite games of all time is, is Silent. It's is, is Silent Hill Two, and that's a survival horror game. Bam. My boy. That game is not fun. That is not fun at all. Awful. It, yeah. Um, it makes you feel like shit. Like, it is such a depressing game, but, like, the atmosphere, the storytelling, and the... Just the mood and the, 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 the deep... Um, how Psycho- deep you go into the, psych- the, the psychology of the characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. It, it, it's such an adult story uh, for something that was made in, what, the early 2000s? Mm. Um I've actually started yeah. playing that game, and yeah. I got quite far into it, yeah. and then I stopped playing because Persona Four came. I just, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just hated running around getting stuff so much, because the whole game is about collecting yeah. things. Yeah. But eventually, I was just yeah. like, this just feels like a collectathon because all, most of the tension is gone. Dude, your fucking dead wife wrote you a letter. He's got yes. a point. Think about that. Think about that shit <coughs> right now. Oh. Okay, okay. Maybe, about, I, maybe I should pick it up mm. again. What about amnesia? Amnesia the Dark Descent. Oh, so Because um, when it came mm, out, a lot of mm-hmm. people were like, oh my god, this is the, the renewal of horror mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's basically Silent Hill 2. It's the mm-hmm, same thing, mm-hmm, except mm-hmm. better paced mm-hmm. and prettier. Same, mm-hmm. same thing. Like, it was yeah. scary at the start, but then once I realized what was going prettier on. Prettier than Silent Hill 2. I think, I think so. the last hour of this game, it's where, when it gets really annoying, but also really tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they really amp up the, the horror and, like, the sound effects, and you're like, you're going crazy. Are you talking about Silent Hill 2? No, I'm neither. Okay. Um, yeah. No, Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2 is a bit of a... It's a bit of a slog. Like, it's kind of... It's very slow. Mm. Yeah. It's very, very psychological. Mm. It's it's almost like Deadly Premonition, in a way. <laughs> but, but Deadly Premonition... I mean, without the comedy? The, or like Deadly the, Premonition has yeah. the comedy to make up for yeah. it. Yeah. But Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2 doesn't have any comedy, per se. Yeah. Like, yeah, Silent Hill 2, yeah, it is, it is slow, and it asks you to take your time with it and be immersed um like there are a lot of segments where you're just walking around the town being lost just chilling um and that's that i guess that's the feeling they want to evoke um and it's, yeah it's just so memorable for me just like that fog and then the soundtrack just like the sound design is amazing like, it's yeah, amazing yeah um do you remember that fucking bit in the prison in um silent hill 2 when the, you, I think when you first go down and you're just walking through and it's really silent mm. and then you just hear this fucking growl it's just like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it sounds like it's saying ritual or something it's just like ritual and I, and I fucking jumped out of my <laughs> fucking skin when that okay. happened because I was just walking through and just ritual I'm like whoa what the fuck was that destroy the yeah. child but it turns out it's nothing there's nothing there but there's just this fucking sound just <laughs> happening, and you're like, "What the hell is that shit, man?" Listen, have Ooh. you have you played or seen any of um, Silent Hill Four called? Um, I've seen I've seen some the of room, it. The room, I believe. It's rooms are pretty popular. It's, it's, it's these theme. days, yeah. Do you know what it's about? I know it's the guy who gets trapped in his apartment. It's it's yeah. actually really fucking tense mm-hmm. because the whole time you're like, okay, 
you, you signal to like people outside your window you're like yeah. help and no one sees you mm-hmm. and the more it builds up the more you're like you, you feel so fucking trapped mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the feeling of entrapment is really good yeah and it gets more and more like psychological mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a really good follow up to Silent Hill 2 uh-huh, uh-huh. I haven't played the third one neither um, me neither that one's that one's meant to be a sequel <laughs> to Silent Hill 1 okay um so if you played number one, it, it just be makes me meaningful. think about PT though. Yeah. Oh. This what it could what have been. been. What could have been. Do you PT? know much about PT? I I played it and mm. I know that it was like a basically an interactive trailer. Yeah. And then mm. it got cancelled. Yep. Yeah. And they had the voice actors for Walking <coughs> Dead. They had Anya uh, Norman Reedus as the. PT. I didn't. I, I don't know. It was it was fine, but I didn't mm. find it any anything special really it was basically like Resident Evil 7 it was the same thing mm. well PT came before PT kind of kicked off this like trend of like all spooky houses in first person but, but there's the thing even Resident Evil 7 like mm. it looks really nice and uh-huh. it's really well made and yeah. I appreciate the effort uh-huh. but it's like the tension is more jump scares and it's not so much psychological mm. I prefer psychological to actual jump mm. scares mm. well yeah the, the thing that was lacking in PT was that there wasn't really a plot there was like hints of a story going on. Fetus um, and it's pulsing. Yeah. Oh. It was like a, it was like a really good haunted house because like, they did really yeah, clever yeah. things yeah. with yeah. interactivity and you yeah, know, like you have to breathe into your controller. <laughs> so, yeah, all all kinds of crazy shit like that. Um, Great gameplay, guys. Mm. Um, but then, did you see um, somebody recently hacked the camera in PT? Yeah, and they found out that so players noticed that when they were walking around, sometimes they just see like weird shadows. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is that? And they turn around, there's nothing there. Yeah. So apparently, when you're when you're walking around in the game, the ghost is always behind you. They are actually always behind you and always. casting shadows. But when you turn around, oh, sometimes it disappears. Because they're oh, always right. behind yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're just clipping through walls. And... I, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, when, that, you, when you put it like that, that's really, yeah. Mm. Oh. Mm. See, that sounds more tense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, But yeah, there was a lot of like clever clever tricks and like little like game design quirks uh, in it. Um, I definitely appreciate like mm. more like well-built tension and horror. Mm. I hate jump scares. Like oh, yeah. one, one out of ten mm. are like pretty good, mm-hmm. but most of them are just really mm. cheap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Good, good example of that is hereditary. That's just like that's that's really so tense. much. Mm-hmm. So you, have you seen it, Winston? I have. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I really. <coughs> yeah. I just watched it recently, and I was like, oh. So by the way, the title is really misleading, because. Do you think it was going to be like? I thought it was going to be genetics. So like Family Feud. Or like, no, like I thought it was going to be like clones or genetics oh, or right. children. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, in a way, it's about genetics. Kind of. The men- mental illness it's and stuff. That's oh, what it's trying right, to talk yeah. like. Yeah talk upon yeah no but all I can think about is like oh okay cool supernatural yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know like it was like mm. cool you could, you could call that like the chilling adventures of Sabrina <laughs> like the movie yeah. whatever but it's also the um the grandmother's like <coughs> legacy carrying on and all dark things with her past is being you know taken but, down to their children no, and that's even the thing though, like w- when I hear the word hereditary yeah. I think of it in terms of like like hereditary scientific. hair loss yes tell me about it exactly Sheep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and on that note, we're gonna yeah. end it. <laughs> yeah. um, no. Are we? Are, I mean, we're coming on. Yeah. We're coming on to close. Uh, so we'll give some time for Q and A. Uh, so feel free to ask us some questions. Anything goes. Mm. No, no rules <laughs> in the Q and A. Just no hand tie. Just no hand tie. <laughs> there's there's steam. Yeah, steam, steams where you where you get all that shit. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, more horror games that we've actually enjoyed. 
Yes. Um, so Soma is meant to be quite good, but I haven't played it yet. Mm. Soma's pretty good. Yeah. Was yeah, that by the Amnesia developers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Th- yeah, that sounds um, pretty cool. There was Amnesia. They um they had a DLC called um, Machine for Pigs. No, there's a second one, but there was a DLC called um, um Justine, I think, or Justin or whatever. Mm. I think that was a fan made story. Because you, you, sure? you could make fan stuff for it. Okay, I thought it was official, but maybe I'm wrong. Hey, Siren, I think you're getting a racist question here. What's the best condiments for, for a, a croissant? croissant? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's Fobby? Okay. Um, no, don't out him, actually. All right, so, okay, thanks. Thanks, Siri. Siri has helped us out. Um, all right, I found this on the web for what's the best condiments for croissant. Uh, how to fill a croissant. Oh, boy. 24 foods you can stuff inside a croissant. 10 best breakfast. Right. Siri all doesn't right. know what's up. Okay. What's the best condiment for a croissant? All right. Oh wait, Google, Google wait you can put six, <laughs> you can put put six <laughs> butter croissants, croissants on your croissant. <laughs> there you go. There All you right, go. more croissants. Don't leave it up to the AI. Yeah. Right. Syrian. <laughs> butter. Mm. Lots and lots butter. and lots of butter. But it's already got butter. More you butter. Just put more butter. Have you done that? It's honestly. I, don't the, know if I have actually. The standard is like you get your croissant, you toast it, and you put mm. butter in it. Mm-hmm. Or butter and jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, butter and jam. Or butter and jam, and or whatever, or cheese, or marmalade. Mm. The fuck's wrong what with the you? Fuck? Marmalade. <laughs> yeah. What do you think this is, England? <laughs> Vegemite. Vegemite. Get out. Veg. Fucking get out. You know, like swirl. Hey, actually, so the thing with croissants was it like they they like fold it right over yep. and over and over. Yep. Do they ever do it where they fold stuff, put stuff in between the folds? Yeah, put, it's like, called it's called a chocolate croissant. <laughs> Wait, like the proper ones, not not the ones you you buy here. Because the ones you get here, it's like little chocolate. logs of chocolate inside. Yes, but you know, the proper cream. one has what well, it's like sheets of chocolate. I mean, you can do that, but it's just really hard to do. Oh, okay. Because making croissants is already hard enough. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But putting stuff in between and not breaking the pastry is yeah. like mm-hmm. hardcore. Right, right, right. So, so could you do layers of Vegemite? Cool. Like, Vegemite and cheese, maybe. Yes. Not just Vegemite. Mm. Pretty tasty. I used to hate Vegemite, but now I kind of. Mm. I guess I'm accustomed to you it. Stand it's Vegemite true Aussie. Yeah, yeah. True Aussie larrikin. Well done, Siri. <laughs> We're proud of you. I fucking love Vegemite. Yeah? Mate? Yeah? <laughs> it's alright. Yeah, Vegemite it goes hard. You know? Mm. You know you, you, do you like Promite? I've never had Promite. Promite's fucking the bomb. Really? So I love the, the name of Vegemite. And like Promite makes yeah. no sense. Uh-huh. But if you know the etymology of Vegemite, mm-hmm. it kind of like it comes from the word Marmite, right? Okay. So Marmite yeah. is the English version. Yep. Marmite is a word that comes from French, which means like a pot. Oh. Because it used to be sold in a pot. No. So they just took that word, cut it in half, and then add like veggie. Because it comes from like yeast and like vegetable experience yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then pro because I don't mm-hmm. know, it sounded cool. Is and it a is it a thing where if you put veggie at the front of something, it just sounds healthy? Like people just assume yeah. it's healthy? Yeah, except I'm sure that's the reason why, yeah. why they called it that. Because yeah. it's yeast extract. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Promite is vegetable yeah. extract. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> what if we made veggie screen cheese? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Any, any questions from the chat? <laughs> I think maybe we can call it there. It's been just over an hour. All right. Um, it's, been, it's been a long, day, <laughs> long hour of talking about screenshots. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this podcast. Thank you again to our sponsor, Rumbo First Blood. Sorry, excuse me, Veggie Rumbo First Blood. 
available right now on Steam, $299. Get it now. It'll be worth your while. Drop uh, in the Discord too if you're not already. Mm-hmm. Discord.gg slash Samurai Punk. Hit the subscribe. Hit the follow. Smang that like button. Smang that like button so that Callum can drink real water. Um, <laughs> and not urine. And not urine. Hey, and uh, um, we will we will join you next time. We'll see you on uh, Thursday for the yeah. gameplay stream. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Peace out. Have Peace. fun. Love you all. Mwah. Bye.